Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Thank you for tuning once again with this, your program, The Wow Marriage, where we're here to encourage, build, and strengthen, and bring hope to every marriage in America. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's, it, that's really what we aspire to do because we are so blessed that God has enabled us to be a part of this and how he has healed and you know, just made things right in our marriage after all these years. So Doing it wrong. Yes, from, exactly, <laughs> from doing it wrong, and now we're doing it right. So Without we just, help, amen. Amen, amen. So we just want to, you know, just jump right into it and just start to encourage you and just letting you know, you know, that regardless of what you're going through, God can do anything. Amen. You know, today we're going to talk about why to stay married. Amen. So many times that we say the why is because we're just plain weary. Mm -hmm. We have done everything we know how to do. We have fasted. We have prayed. We have declared. We we have gone to counseling. We've been there when counseling was like, uh, yeah, just better divorce. (laughs) (laughs) There's no hope for you guys. Mm -hmm. Of course, it was secular counseling. However, you know, we we go through uh, things like this as a... Christians, then we just worry because we believe it's our own strength, and we like we want to give up, and that's a yes. good place to be. Tell us what is a good well, place it, to be. Well, it's, a good, it's oh, yeah. a good place to be because if you have, you know, the the wisdom and knowledge to understand that you are in this situation because you got yourself there, and that Christ is the way out, that's a good place to be. The hard part for some folks is getting there, getting there to know that you know I need Jesus Christ to get me out of this. And he can do it. And, you know, that brings me to the first scripture. Actually, we have two different uh, translations that we're going to give you to you today. And the one is, is the Passion Translation, and the other one is the Message Translation. But what it is is 2 Corinthians twelve nine, And it says, But as he answered me, my grace is always more than enough for you, and my power finds its full expression through your weakness. So I would declare with my weakness, for when I am weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. And in the message, it says, because of the extra, and I like this one a lot because it just really explodes, yes, doesn't it? It does, it does. Oh my, it says, because of the extravagance of the revelations, and so I wouldn't get a big head. I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he did was, in fact, push me to my knees. No danger of then walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift, and I begged God to remove it. Three times I did that, and then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all you need. Amen. That's powerful. I got lost. I just got to start paying attention. <laughs> I was being ministered to you by what you were saying because uh, the word of God <clears throat> it brings such a hope to our heart because it says, if so, I will not give big head. Yes. Sometimes we think because we are eloquent or because I've been married long enough or I'm getting older or 
whatever the situation may be, mm -hmm. that we kind of start depending on what is pro, what, what good do we have, yes. what is the good in us so this can come to pass, so the promise of God can come to pass. But you know what? Nothing has to be going for us good for God to move in a mighty way exactly. in our behalf. Exactly. We just need to acknowledge him in our presence, in our midst, and that's when God can do his mighty work. Because, you know, you know, once, you know, these things start to happen, you know, I personally was glad that I had sense enough to let God know that he could fix it, I couldn't. Amen. I couldn't fix it, you know, so I quit focusing on the handicap and looking at it as a weakness per se, but I knew that in my weakness, in that what I could not do, God was able to do it because I surrendered myself and I bowed my knee, cried out to a holy God, and gave it all over to him. Just hold on for the rise. So we have a couple of points. What's our first point today? Or why should we stay married? Well, the first point, because things get better. Yes. God has a way <clears throat> to use timing to bring healing. and what he, That's why you should never make decisions up on when you flirt up with emotions, you know. Yes. Because all that stuff will subside. And the water will go down. It doesn't rain forever. Right. Trouble and then don't you last can see always. more clear. Mm -hmm. Amen. So why to stay married? Excuse me. <coughs> Point number one is because things might get better. Hold on for the ride. If you are praying and if you have even a faith of a mustard seed, God can do something in your marriage with that small mustard seed. Amen. Because, you know, we, we reap what we sow. And when we sow, regardless of what we're going through, when we have issues, well, just we're talking about us here ministering to you. So when I have issues with my wife, you know, I look at it, well, in spite of what she's doing, in spite of all that's happening, I still want the respect and I still want the honor due to me. And so I you know, in turn, try my best, even, although I'm not successful <laughs> all the time, I try my best to treat her as I would want to be treated at all times in every situation, even when we're having those arguments. Yeah, even at those moments, you have to just hold on. Right. You have to do, hold on. And point number two, you know what? A lot of times, we see our situation being the worst. Yes. The worst. Like, I, at that moment when we were having so much trouble, I'm like, there ain't nobody in this world have it this bad. And you know what? People do. <laughs> People do. And there are a lot of marriages when out you there think that you have it worse than yours. And you know what's the beauty of it? There have people who had it worse, and God has shown off in their life and has transformed that marriage into a mighty testimony. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, your case scenario is not the worst. God is so empowered and so acquainted with our puny little minds. Right. Well, compared to God, yes, our minds are, are puny. So, and, you know, the devil yeah. always wants to make a way for us to feel like we're failures. Yeah. He always wants to make a way for us to feel like, you know, we're at our wit's end. There's no ability, there's no possible way that this relationship can be repaired. But it's beyond repair. It's, it, uh -huh. Yes, yes, it's beyond repair. But, you know, when we back up and regroup and take a look at ourselves and we know that when we stop trying to fix it, you know, God is going to be able to do his part. So I'm encouraging you men, you know, we're smart, we're intelligent, you know, we think we have the, the gift, which we do have a gift, but it's not every time all the time. We don't always have to fix it. We don't always have the capability or the ability to fix it. So, therefore, we've got to rely on the Spirit of God 
working in us and through us that is going to overcome that weakness or that, you know, debilitating feeling that we have of not being able to make it. God can do it if we allow him. Amen. So we are talking today uh, today why to stay married. Yes. Why yeah. was the point of staying married? You know why? Because staying married also will give you an understanding, a greater revelation of how God deals with his church. I, for one, say, that's why he used that example. Yes. I'm coming to get my bride so I can marry her and all this other stuff and the intimacy. No one can teach us better perspective of how the relationship between a man and a uh, God in his church as marriage does. That's right. It helps you to grow. That's right. And, you know, and that's the one of the main reasons why, you know, the devil hates marriage. Because God likens marriage to him and his people being reconciled together and, you know, the husband and wife being reconciled together, joining and together and becoming one. And the devil cannot stand it because when that marriage is working strong, you know, it's power. It's, it's, it's might. It's, it's the ability to move forward and do things. But, you know, when things start to happen, you know, when people start to drift apart, then that's when those issues come because they focus on the issue. They focus on the things that are happening bad instead of the reasons why they got married. Yeah. Instead of the, the good things, they stop counting the good things and start keeping more track of the bad things. You know, the problem is, as a church as a whole, we forget what God loves and what he hates. Yes. And a lot of times, why to stay marriage, a tissue, how not to be selfish. Exactly, because we not constantly to think have all to about submit yourself. to one another. Exactly, it helps you to grow. You know, the truth of the matter is, one of the faults is that we need to turn off the TV. Hollywood, Hollywood is not making your marriage successful. And if, uh, on the contrary, you have to guard your mind the most when you're under attack, yes. under siege. Yes. So if you on, your marriage is under attack, turn off the TV. Turn off the reality programs. Why? Because Hollywood have a weight of, of idolized singleness. If you're single, you have it going on. You don't have you to have respond to anybody. You have the to do whatever you want to do. go wherever you and want to. And that junk sometimes wants to filter into the church. Right. And we want to have the, the psychology mentality or, or, or um, the idea of you'll be better all by yourself. Exactly. And, you know, that's, that's not always the case because, you know, we love at the beginning, the way we should always love, and that love should grow. I have said this before, you know, that faith's, create, faith's confessions create realities. So the more you confess love to your wife or to your husband, the more it's going to grow. Exactly, because you can fall in love again. Yes. A lot of people say, well, I don't need to stay married anymore because I don't think I love him anymore. You don't and, think you love him because you chose to stop. You, you stop know, that confession. It's a decision. Yes. I was listening to this preaching, which I think is also, it relates faith with a decision that you make. Right. Once you make a decision, your emotions, your feeling can follow. Instead of your feelings and your emotion following the decision to split up because I'm right. not in love with you. It's mm -hmm. not such a thing of... Happy ever after. Right. It's work right. ever after. It's work every day. And that's where the power of agreement can come in at. The reason why, you know, like I said before, the devil hates marriage because that power of agreement, when a man and a woman put their their hearts and minds and their lives together, you know, 
they can accomplish a lot. They can move mountains because two are better than one. Exactly. And when you line up with your faith, with your wife, <clears throat> and you can get through all these things, but you've got to remember why you fell in love, how you fell in love. And in spite of everything going on, always be ready to give and submit because you want that respect. You want that uh, authority that, that has been afforded to you coming from your wife you know, I, like I do coming from my wife, you know, all the time. So mm-hmm. I try to let her know that, you know what, babe, I messed this up. I'm sorry. And even when I'm when we're in heated discussions, you know, I always try to take a step back and humble myself and say, hey, I wouldn't want her acting this way towards me. I wouldn't want her saying this to me or about me. So you know what? I'm not going to do it. Why? Because I love my wife. And you know what? We are a testimony, Chris. So many times, the power of agreement that we had have brought us so many blessings, yes. confirmation. You know, all of us. Our Why children. to stay married? Yes. Because of the power of agreement. Just like you say, we have witnessed. There were times when, uh, when we had to make a decision whether we should move from the house where we were in mm-hmm. and move to the next one or which one to sell. Right. And we're like, you know, we are so, we were in such a turmoil that we could not have clear instruction from the Holy Spirit. But we agree, you know what, let's pray about this. Mm -hmm. We're going to agree, we're going to just sell this one and keep the other one. And the Lord blessed us. The Lord protected that that covenant. Because we were in agreement. And I think us as a Christian don't know how powerful we are having a covenant of marriage. Amen. And you should fight with everything within you to keep it that way. To keep it because that way. Because it's a great yes. strength and victory on the power of agreement. Amen. And it's also, also with children. Now, I know that, you know, a lot of folks out there, you know, are having trouble with children. Um, hey, let me tell you a secret. We have trouble with our children, <laughs> too. We are, we have grown adult children, moved out and married. We have grandchildren and we still have trouble out of our children. But you know what? The troubles that our children go through does not affect my Maria and my relationship. No, No, it doesn't. Our faith is stronger than that because we know in whom we believe and we know who we are in Christ. So, you know, we just sit back and we don't let the decisions... You cannot let the decisions of your children affect your life, your marriage, or your faith. You have to stay constantly and consistently committed in spite of everything going on in and around you, you know, to God and not let those external things affect your relationship. You know, honey, a lot of people our age feels like a divorce is better because Mm -hmm. uh, they're already grown. You don't affect anybody. Oh, yeah. And that is not true. Your children are still affected. It will still be affected because they can see through the testimony of a marriage sustained to drink and thin, right? To stay right. strong through the adversity, exactly. to run to God where you don't have the answer. And to, and to stop quitting. And know? stop quitting. I mean, we have to leave this such a legacy to our children that we did not quit when it got hard. Amen. And then what does all that do when you do all these points up to, the, up to this one right here and you don't quit and you keep stri- you keep fighting, you keep striving forward? You can fall in love. Yes, you again. can. We are testimony. I remember, Chris, we can testify. I felt after 15 years of marriage, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not even in love with him anymore. But you know what? I understood what was covenant. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? You don't have to know the whole Bible. Remember, I didn't know nothing. I didn't even know what John 6, 6 3 13 say. I, 316. <laughs> 316, the, everybody, the popular verse. Yes. I didn't even know that. I really don't, but I had my desire to 
please my God to more, do the more thing, so than me more so than you yes. more so than myself I mm-hmm. say you know what I'm gonna be a good wife I don't think you deserve it, but I want to please God so bad. And God show his glory in our marriage. And we are able to help so many marriage. And I'm talking about that, sweetie. I like to put my two cents on this. You know, I was looking for a podcast when I was driving down here. Mm-hmm. There's so many resources, but you got to filter that stuff up. Yes, There's so much exactly. junk out there. Yes. Just like I was saying earlier, Hollywood doesn't have the plans for your marriage. Trust me. Secular world doesn't either. If you're going to get advice and it's not inspired by the Holy Spirit, delete it. Yes, you know, delete run it. from it. Run far run away from, from it. it. Get I was away from looking it. at. Do not let that junk in your life, in your marriage. You know what? A lot of people think they are mature enough that I can give ears for a little bit to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I'll be serving God, thank to give you the glory for 15 years faithfully. I, I, I'm in my word. We have an intimacy never relationship. Never turned away. Do you think I give a time? In place for the uh, that spirit that working behind this other podcast to speak into my life. No, no, no I was listening to this podcast and it was a secular. I said, "Well, let me listen to it." Let's see, and this guy was talking very cheerful, very eloquent, Doctor So and So, and I'm there listening to it. And then he say, "Ah, yes, me and my husband." And I'm hmm. like, wow. "How many Christians are, are taking time to, person, to, yes. to because yeah. he sound a lot more eloquent than me?" But do you know what? I'm sure that God can use it because I have the power and I'm inspired. We are inspired by the Holy Spirit. We are a testimony after 31th of years that we can say God can do it. Do not quit. Yes, we fell in love again. You know, God Amen. Can do it. And when you fall in love all over again, you know, keep falling in love and keep falling in love. Because once you keep falling in love, regardless of what you're going through, it will completely eliminate divorce. Amen. You know, when you constantly want to fall in love and you constantly have a desire to fall in love, you will start talking more about love and take that divorce off of the table. Amen. You know, because it won't, it, it should not ever be on the table if you really want to love each other. It should never be an option. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of folks come out there um, and make it an option. Um, I honestly really don't remember. Did we ever put divorce on the table more than once? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we <laughs> did it a whole times. lot of times. <laughs> yes, we, we did. We're getting divorced you know. every year, honey. Yes. And I <laughs> tell you what, you know, until we got a hold of some people, you know, I mean, we knew we were in bad shape. And, you know, God really, really blessed us, and he performed in our lives. You know, he repaired the breach. He brought us back together. He restored us. He truly gave us the ministry of reconciliation, not because of ourselves. It's because we reconciled and humbled ourselves and submitted to him first. Amen. And we changed our vocabulary. Once we stopped making divorce an option, I was always able to fall in love over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, even when even when we went through bad times, you know what? This is bad, but I love you. Exactly. This is bad, but I love you. I, you know, I was reading to this statistic, and they say married couple who pray together have the higher chances, and they stay together more. More it because will help it brings grow. growth. Yes. And so. There's something, you know, we don't have it together, all, everything. But we do have some testimony how if you apply this into your life, it will work. It will bring um, substance. It will bring result. Bring prayer to your uh, spouse. One of the things we do faithfully is we pray together every night. Every night. Even when we're mad. 
Yeah. <laughs> we have yeah. prayed together and go back right to it and to the argument, but you know what? We never stop because the enemy of darkness... Because it's a principle. Yeah. It's a principle of God. And a lot of, of times, God. honey, the enemy of darkness want to make you feel guilty. How dare you going to pray now? Do you just was arguing yes, you're with your just husband? arguing. You're mad and, you and know, you, God's you know, not you hearing met, you. Yeah, you know you mad at each other right now. And I'm like, you know why I'm holding his hand and praying? Because I'm submitting my flesh to God. And that's the God. power of agreement. When we can lay those things aside and come together, no matter how brief it is, in one accord, you know, with the principle, activating a faith principle that God has in that power of prayer, that's what breaks the cycle of all the nonsense. Exactly, because we and believe. And what does it do? It brings glory to God when we take a step of faith and believe in him God can because heal he marriage. is the God of the impossible. Yes, he can surely do it. I mean, <clears throat> if he do it for us, he can do it for anybody. Yes. I know how people like to preach, which is true, to make you feel like you are the apple, he said, which you are, but we're all special on his side. I like that song, Jesus of the all the little children. He loved each and every each one, and every of, one us. of us. Yes. He's just not going to heal mine and forget about you. That's Amen. not the kind of God we serve. No, it's not. And the God the God that we serve is the God of the breakthrough. He is the Lord of the breakthrough, and he's given us everything. And that brings me to, you know, this, this scripture here, Jeremiah 22, 27. It says, Jeremiah, I am the Lord. I am the God of every person on the earth. You know that nothing is impossible for me. God spoke that to me. God spoke that to my wife. God speaks that to us because we believe it. We believe it and that we know that there is nothing impossible for him. You know why we believe it? We made it personal. Because we made it personal. So in, let me give you an example. In this scripture, and I, we will be closing by now, but in Jeremiah, instead of saying Jeremiah, you say Maria. I am the Lord. I am the God of every person on the earth. You know that nothing is impossible for me. I know that, but I make it personal. I receive the word. I choose to believe God to believe it, instead yes. of the situation the of, yeah, the, mm -hmm. the place of oh, our marriage is right now. Yes. Because it always gets better. Too many people are so upset with the ups and downs. Life is about ups right. and downs. Stop focusing on the ups and downs and yeah, focus we all on have Jesus ups and Christ. Down, but know? we don't quit. Amen. 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 Let's bring glory to his name, guys. So, you know, that's what we have to do. And I tell you what, wow, this time just passed so fast. Um, but, you know, we just want to keep you and we want to want you to stay encouraged. You know, look up, look out for the next podcast that's going to be coming out. You know, um, our partners and the Wild Marriage, Chris and Lisa Wood, they're going to be putting out another podcast soon after this one here. So please, you know, tune in, you know, look us up on the wildmarriage.com, you know, follow us on Facebook and, and Twitter. Um, what's the other one? Uh, yeah, all yeah, of those. You know, just you know, not, we are, <laughs> just we put are all getting, those in there. All, I must we're, say, we're give us a little this, bit of grace yes. and mercy because mm -hmm. we are not the most um, technology people. We're not too much into Facebook, Instagram, mm -hmm. but we're learning because I know yes. it's important. We need to send the word of it, God out there, bringing hope to the people. So we're learning how to connect to Instagram and yeah. the hashtag deal. We're learning to do all that Chris, stuff. Chris and Lisa are way better at yes, it than we are. Yes, they're a lot younger. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we get it together. You know, we we want to encourage you just just stay in faith. You know, really uh, um, um, search out the scriptures, you know, have faith in God, and he can do it. Even send us an email, um, thewildmarriage at gmail.com. You know, ask us questions. You know, give us some suggestions. You know, you very well may spark the next podcast or a conversation. 
Until the next time we come together, we call you blessed. We thank God for you. We call you healed and delivered and preserved in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own Wow Marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.